Good morning, and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. On our show, we like to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us that get us thinking, get us connected, and perhaps inspired or challenged to do a bit more because we made the connection. So this is part of our Dream Weaver series. And on our last show with Dream Weavers, our topics was our topic was exploring peace and how we can rehumanize, not dehumanize. The topic was on how rehumanizing peace can great can create greater peace for ourselves and for each other. On this show, we're going to be exploring how do we become friends? And isn't that a part of creating peace is creating friendships? And I have wonderful co-hosts who are the dream weavers. I have Kate Toll who is a writer and a community weaver. I have Mark Ristow who is the author of A Hero Dreams and the forthcoming Beyond the Threshold. Good morning, Lori Beth. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Kate, you made a friend. I did. I made I made a friend. Um, also in the studio, we have my friend Kushi, and Kushi and I met at Peace Fest um, this summer at uh, the Science of Spirituality Meditation Center, and it was a a, um, a group of peace organizations that came together to share what they do, and I didn't know anybody there. Uh, and then I heard this voice say to me, may I be your friend? And it was Kushi, uh, who's 10 years old. And what, what really hit me was when I was 10 years old, I had just gone through um, a situation where my father died tragically. And I was swept up in that grief and, and forgot what it was like to be a kid. Um, so Kushi magically brought me back to that. And we had such a fine day together. We did many, many things. We, we, we laughed and talked. We had uh, Mendy painted on our hands. We shopped for clothes and jewelry. And we did yoga together. It was a beautiful day. And I wanted to invite Kushi to come to the studio to talk with us about friendship. Welcome, Kushi. Good morning. I'm so glad you're here. Now, where do you go to school? Um, I go to Eden Lake Elementary in Eden Prairie. And are you in fifth grade? Yes. And what's your favorite subject? Probably art. Ah, a woman after my own heart. I love the arts as well. We're going to come back and, and talk with you a little bit more about your ideas about friendship and how that can foster and support and create peace. Mm -hmm. And I bet you have some artistic ideas on that. Yep. All right. We'll come right back. But I'd like to start us off with one of the original reasons we got together about a year ago with the Dreamweavers was to talk about um, the Twin Cities Nonviolent. And Kate, I'd love to have you start telling us a little bit about the Walk for Planet Peace. Yes. um, I'm on the steering committee for Twin Cities Nonviolent. And the Walk for Planet Peace is going to be um, in in honor of Gandhi's uh, vision of nonviolence for his 150th birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, Happy birthday, Gandhi. Happy birthday, Gandhi. (laughs) Um, So we're bringing uh, to town Reverend James Lawson, who led the lunch counter sit-ins that successfully reversed legal segregation in our country. He also organized the sanitation strike um, at which Martin Luther King took his last breath. Um, But we're also going to hear from Deborah Watts, Emmett Till's cousin, about the 65th anniversary of his tragic death, which sparked the civil rights movement. We're also going to hear from Father John Deere, um, a teacher of nonviolence who uh, was a Nobel Peace Prize nominee and an author of many books um, on nonviolence. So we're very, very excited. We have um, Miss Black Minnesota will be will be talking to our youth, and uh, we have a number of, of great people lined up. So, and you'll be there, right, Mark? I will be there. So this is this is the second year of this event, and I think we're really heading in the right direction. Last year we met 
um, and formed a circle at Bede Makaska in Minneapolis. And this year we're crossing the river to St. Paul to march from the cathedral to the capital in a show of solidarity and love and, and kindness and peace to celebrate not only Gandhi's birthday but the idea that the Twin Cities – and this is an idea of, of possibility, and this is what really drew me to this movement in the first place, the idea that before we can have peace, we have to create the possibility of peace in our minds and in our hearts. And to me, that's what the walk is really about. It's a show of solidarity, but it's also a show of sharing what's in our hearts. And what's in our hearts is the possibility that we can come together and connect at a very deep level. And that really is one of the grounding um, visions of your book. Well, absolutely, because my book is a story of a little boy who was 10 years old and he feels very alone. He's lost his father and he doesn't feel a sense of connection to the world. Um, and ultimately what he learns through his journey is by connecting, he realizes that we all share this planet together and that we're not separate and that we can create together a new vision and a new world that's based on, again, what lies deep in our hearts, and that's love, and that's truth, and that's freedom. Kushi, so you decided that you were going to walk up to this person that you did not know and say, I want to be your friend. Yep. Tell me about that. So I saw Kate sitting alone at her table. She was setting up, <coughs> and... Um, I kind of felt kind of bad for her, so I went and go, go asked her if I could sit next to her because there's an empty chair. And then after that, I asked her if we could be friends. And later on that day, before lunch probably, they had a vote of thanks. And Kate invited me up on stage, and she told everybody in the audience about her story. And I think that's pretty beautiful. And then we had a beautiful day. Like Kate said, we did yoga. We got mehendi. We ate lots of delicious food. We <laughs> went clothes shopping, jewelry. It was just a very good day. What does friendship mean to you? I think friendship to me is about being kind. You can't be friends with someone very aggressively. You have to give them time. You have to give them kindness. You have to give them peace. You can't just be like, yo, be my friend. You were saying earlier that some people may not want to be your friend, but that's okay too. Yes. So sometimes if you ask someone to be your friend and they need time and they say, no, probably not, you got to just let go of that and just forget about it. You can't always keep holding on and say, well, you got to be my friend. I ask you to. That's being mean. Like <laughs> – if they're new or need time, you need to give them time. You can't force them to be your friend. Now, you've got some friends that are going to be walking at this Peace March. Tell me about that. So we have a Sai Center organization, international organization. So basically our whole classroom, we have this thing called Balvikas. It's basically learning the values of peace, truth, nonviolence, right conduct, and we are basically talking about that. And we're going to walk the peace walk together, the Walk for Planet Peace. And we all have matching T-shirts, and we're going to sketch out posters. We're going to make banners. We're going to make those um, foam board sign thingies. So when you're learning about peace, what are the things that come to you in terms of when you think about peace? Well, Mahatma Gandhi is a good example of peace, like he freed India without having to do war or fighting, arguing. He even sacrificed almost half of his life with the salt walk, and he walked for a peace because kind of like the walk for planet peace, he was walking and they got salt from the ocean and they like 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 they didn't suffer. They just gave up something so they could <clears throat> have their rights, so they mm -hmm. could be freed. So that they could be recognized for their yes. rights. I think Mahatma Gandhi is a very strong leader and someone who is known for peace, I think. And he's from your country. Yes. <laughs> you, I love that big smile that you have. Yep. So you're from southern India. Yes, that's true. 
did you um, your family's from that area? Can you tell me a little bit about Southern India? So I was actually born in Guntur. Me and my mom were born in Guntur. My dad was born in Cherala, which is a little bit downward, or I think right or downward of um, southern India. It's just a little bit down. It's a little village. It's very beautiful. It's just lots of bugs, believe me. <laughs> Good, <laughs> to bug, yep. Good to know. Good to know. Bring bug spray. Right. There you go. There you go. So, um, so me and my mom have a very sweet tooth. Ah, and you think that comes from the village giving you lots of good sweets? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, you'll have to tell me sometime about your favorite sweets that come from southern India. Yep, they're really good, and we also love spice. We eat chilies raw. Oh, my goodness. I, you know, I, I'm a weakling when it comes to the spice. Oh, I've got, we love I've got, spice. I got yeah. the Minnesota sort of right in the middle, you know, <laughs> not too hot, not too cold, sort of the baby bear lifestyle. Right. Just right down the middle. Like Goldilocks. Well, just like that. So, Kate, you were very moved by having this opportunity to get to know a 10-year-old friend and bring out the 10-year-old in you. Um, and you invited her to be part of our show today. Absolutely, you know, and and that was uh, forgetting about Mark's book and the fact that his protagonist was 10 and experiencing loss. So I think there's an inextricable web of human connection here that's bringing us all together. Absolutely. I think 10 is a magical age. Maybe it's something we should focus on going forward. <laughs> yeah. And we'll learn more about being 10, a te- a being ten and uh, Cushy's vision for peace in the upcoming segment. So stay with us. Be part of that connection, that universal connection that looks at peace through a 10-year-old's eye. We're glad you're here today. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what it's really like to start and run a business as a woman or as a person of color? Hear the real stories from six startup founders that are part of the Lunar Startups Incubator Program, which, in partnership with the Knight Foundation, helps women and people of color create the next Fortune 500 businesses of tomorrow. Join me, Caroline Karanja, CEO of 26 Letters, and five other amazing companies on Monday, September 30th at the Palace Theater in downtown St. Paul from 6 to 8 p.m. to hear these stories of hardship and triumph. Grab your free ticket at lunastartups.org. Tom Hartman here telling you that solar energy isn't just for environmentalists. Switching to all-energy solar is actually perfect for reducing your carbon footprint while also saving money on your monthly electric bill. The fact that solar panels cause no earth-harming emissions while it's producing energy is a bonus. Who in the world could object to that? But they can also help you save money month after month for decades. And they do it with a clean footprint. So go green and start saving money today by visiting allenergysolar.com. The Fall St. Paul Art Crawl, presented by the St. Paul Art Collective, will be running the weekend of October 11th, 12th, and 13th. This is a must-do experience that you will love. The St. Paul Art Crawl showcases the diversity of art that St. Paul has to offer. By nurturing a vibrant arts community, the Art Crawl inspires artistic growth and fosters a creative exchange of ideas. Throughout the weekend, you'll have the chance to explore fabulous art while touring through local artist studios, lofts, and galleries. Hosting over 350 artists, up for purchase will be paintings, photography, pottery, sculpture, fiber arts, and more. And when you buy local art, you're providing to artists so that they may continue to create the art we love. The Metro Transit is supporting the local art community with a free transit pass for Saturday and Sunday. Download your pass to ride buses and light rail for free during the art crawl. Be sure to get all the details at stpaulartcrawl.org. That's stpaulartcrawl.org. My favorite meal of the day is breakfast, and for morning fiddles, I head to Milton's 36 and Douglas in Crystal. My favorite is either the rib scrambler, scrambled eggs with ribs, portobello mushrooms, jalapenos, and pepper jack cheese, or the steak and eggs. My wife loves the pepper jack creamy grits and the stuffed avocados with poached eggs cradled in avocado halves. The kids love the French toast or the stuffed French toast filled with fruit and cream cheese. Top it off with coffee done my way from the Milton's coffee bar, and I'm ready for the day. Breakfast is waiting for you at Milton's, 36 and Douglas in Crystal. Is your business being pulled under by a tide of constant threats? Hackers, ransomware, security breaches? What if you had people who could navigate you to safe water, then teach you how to swim? Hi, Mark Sommerfeld of Rymark with a unique offer, a free security assessment. We'll uncover hidden threats, hidden costs, and hidden opportunities to help navigate your business. Call 651-328-8900 or go to Rymark.com. 
IT.com to schedule your free security assessment. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and I'm joined by some marvelous co-hosts today who are part of the Dream Weaver Group. I have Kate Toll, who is a writer and a community weaver. I also have Mark Ristow, who is the author of A Hero's Dreams and the forthcoming Beyond the Threshold. And we've been talking about uh, the second annual 10 Days Free from Violence, September 20th through the 29th. We, in our last segment, uh, particularly talked about the Walk for Peace, and that's going to be on Saturday, September 21st. Very cool walk. Consider putting that on your calendar. Next Saturday at 9.30, you can bring your headphones and still be listening to Connections Radio uh, Show as you, you know, do the walk. I want to encourage that mm. my listeners continue to listen, but, you know, go, go out and get some steps in and walk for our planet peace. But in this segment, we're going to talk a little bit more about the whole um, free from violence. What does that mean? Ten days free from violence and looking at Twin Cities nonviolent, um, their second annual year. Kate, tell me a little bit about this program. Well, we are part of a national campaign. It's called Campaign Nonviolence, inspired by Pache Ebene on a national level. And we have in the Twin Cities, um, because of our Walk for Planet Peace, one of their signature events nationally, actually. Um, but this is 10 days of, of peace events. So consider it like a fringe festival of peace activities. I right? love it. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the arts. And, and we do have many, many, um, artistic events. We have workshops. We have, um, uh, a, a DJ program. Um, we're going to have many, many events and want, um, all to bring attention to creating space for practices for violence prevention and recovery. Mark, you were active last year. In fact, you're the reason that we started talking about this. You gave me a call and said, we need to get this on the radio. That's right. We, we, that's where it all started. That's we where introduced it all started. ourselves to each other. And, yeah. and last year, there were, there were many, many authors involved, not just Kate and I. And there were bookstore events and, and roundtable discussions. And I think there's going to be more of the same this year. Terrific. Yeah, there's actually going to be at the Loft uh, Writing Center a writing mindfulness workshop on September 21st um, to explore connections between mindfulness meditation and the act of writing from the heart. So all those writers out there, I know yeah. you're listening. Give it some thought. Think about going to a workshop and exploring peace. In our segment today, in our second segment here, I'd like us to be thinking about healing. Healing is a big part of going for peace. We were talking during the uh, transition, during the commercials, about how imagining peace is important. But the act of imagination can only really happen when we're in a place of healing. I don't think we can imagine well when we are hurting, when we're in pain. It, it's hard to imagine a lot of things when we are suffering. Mm -hmm. So how do we approach peace through healing is something I'd like to have you all think about and share with me. We also have a guest today that Kate brought and Kate introduced Kushi in our last segment. I'd like to have you introduce Kushi in the segment as well. Well, Kushi is um, a friend that I made at Peace Fest at the Science of uh, Spirituality Meditation Center, and she came up to me and asked, may I be your friend? And we've been friends ever since. And we thought it would be great to have time together on the radio show with Lori. Terrific. Kushi, tell me what you think about healing and what, how does the world need to heal in order to bring about more peace? So I think maybe speaking scientifically, uh -huh. maybe no more plastic. Oh, interesting. In and by damaging our our world, our mind gets very cluttered. Like when I don't clean my room, uh -huh. my mind gets very cluttered, and it I get this different attitude all of a sudden. When I just look at my room, I just glance and I get this different attitude, and I just lose it. Because it's um, like you don't care. It's like it's like the room is messy, so my head is messy. Mm -hmm. 
My dad used to always say, if you have a clean environment, you will have a clean head. So uh-huh. I think if our world would be a bit more clean, I think we could all manage peace somehow. I love that idea. I love that we can contribute to peace by contributing, cleaning up our world. Well, and one of, if I might add, one of our successes this year is to have support from MN350, one of our um, local climate justice organizations. Mm-hmm. And um, on Friday, September 20th, our first day of the 10 Days Free from Violence, um, we're going to participate in the global climate strike um, to, to bring attention to the need to support our, cli- our climate and Mother Earth. Well, there's a lot of healing that our earth needs to go through. It's It has been damaged and it, it has been – we've been violent to our earth by not treating it with more respect and treating it with um, the responsibility of cleaning up after ourselves. Yeah. We, we've kind of left it a mess. <laughs> we, we've let the oils go into the ocean. We've let plastic clog up. Yeah, waterways. That, our ozone layer is very hot right now. Yeah. That, that hairspray? You know. <laughs> That's for your hair only, not yeah. the ozone layer. Uh, mm. No, but the aerosols and whatnot. There are yeah. a lot of things that I think we've been kind of greedy about yeah. where we just want to do our thing, but we don't always see the consequences of how that can impact our earth. Yeah, so like you have to think about it before you actually do, like look before you leap. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stories out there about look before you leap. And I think think about it when you throw away a plastic bottle. Right. Think about where it's going to go. Think about is it going to go in the ocean, all the people who are going to get hurt. Even people who go sailing, like if they're on a big ship, their engines might suck up some random piece of plastic and it mm-hmm. might sink. It's really getting down to yeah. mindfulness about how we live our life. Yeah. And if we take a little extra moment to think about it and not dismiss it, if we're not yeah. mindful, we don't we don't pay attention. So you, I think what you're asking me to do is be more mindful and pay attention to my actions. Yeah. And when we're greedy and when we're self-centered and we don't pay attention to our actions, we can end up hurting people. And yeah. I think that's where peace um, peace of mind and peace of earth can be damaged. Well, we hurt not only people, but just think of the animals. When I was mm-hmm. listening to Kushi, I was thinking of all those plastic bottles in the ocean and the fish and the mammals that live in the ocean that are suffering because of our actions. They're stressed. They are the, under stress. There's no peace there. Yeah. When when they are having plastic wrap around their necks. Not only and are we cluttering and, our own yeah. environment, not only are we dirtying our own bedrooms, we're cluttering the environment of the animals who live in the ocean. But I was also moved yeah. by what you said, Kushi, about how you felt better when you were actively cleaning up your room. That it's not just for others, it's for ourselves too. That we can claim more peace for ourselves by being active and working in peace. Yeah, it's like a food chain. If you throw away a plastic bottle, like I don't eat meat, but people who do and can eat fish, if fish are dying and people who eat fish, how are they going to live without fish? Because that's kind of tuna fish, right? Right. Well, we're we're not we're not creating a good connection for yeah. the our life source. We're just being very cruel to animals. Right. Well, I appreciate you bringing that concern to our audience so that we all take a moment and think about our food chain and think about <laughs> our relationships and think about that tuna can and that breakfast bagel and that breakfast That's bagel. Right. Let's make sure that we're we're honoring yeah. our food chain. And we'll be back after just a few short commercials. I'm Peter Rackliff from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue. Brunson's Pub is a place where history and passion are a part of every detail, starting with the menu. The Payne Phelan neighborhood arose from Dakota people who lived here for hundreds of years and pioneering immigrant communities, Irish, Swedes, German, and Italians, who made the East Side their home. More recently, waves of new residents from Asia, Latin America, and Africa continue the rich immigrant history and are revitalizing the community's cultural life and economy. Come experience Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue 
and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. This is Chad, owner of AM950. Our station has worked with Barbara from WYSIWYG Web Design for years on everything from logo to print design and especially for developing our website. She does great work and is great to work with, listening to what our goals and design ideas were while offering new, innovative ideas to create the website we are proud of today. Barbara made sure she understood our station, our goals, and our mission before she started working on our site and made suggestions to help control the cost. Plus, she's friendly, which set us at ease. I recommend Barbara at WYSIWYG Web Design because I know she will deliver an attractive, professional website within the budget you have. She is a local independent business that specializes in helping other local businesses achieve their website and design goals. She can work with nearly any budget and create anything from simple sites to robust custom functionality. To find out more about the company AM950 Trust, go to WYSIWYGWebDesign.com. Spelled out just like it sounds, WYSIWYGWebDesign.com. I'm Connie Burek, co-host of Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. Join Michelle Kitzmiller and I as we focus on all aspects of health, wellness, spirituality, and growth from a mind-body-spirit-emotion perspective. On the Awakened Living Radio Show, we will discuss stress, self-care, fear, happiness, beliefs, communication, joy, pain, trauma, and more. Join us for the Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show Saturdays at 10 a.m. Let us share with you ways to infuse vitality into life. Finding a lawyer is incredibly stressful. It can be tough to know where to start. So start with the Hennepin County Bar Association. They can connect you with over 200 thoroughly vetted, qualified attorneys practicing in over 50 areas of law. Not sure if you need an attorney or what type of attorney to request? The referral counselors at Hennepin County Bar Association can help. Call 612-752-6666 or search for Hennepin County Bar Association. The right call for the right lawyer. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Today's going to be mostly sunny, the high near 74. Tonight's mostly cloudy, with a low around 62. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, the high near 80. Monday, mostly sunny, with a high near 83. And Tuesday, mostly sunny, with a high near 84. The Eat Local Minnesota Restaurant of the Week is Cafe Latte. Try their bakery specializing in fresh breads and desserts, including their renowned chocolate turtle cake. Desserts available whole or by the slice. On Victoria and Grand in St. Paul, more details at eatlocalminnesota.com. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and this is part of our Dreamweavers series. And we've been talking about peace, how to be friends, and reimagining our world through the eyes of a 10-year-old. We've got a great 10-year-old who is helping us remember all kinds of good things as well as how to be a good friend. <laughs> so I have as my co-host today, Kate Toll, who is a writer and community weaver. Welcome, Kate. Hi. Glad you're here. Mark Ristow, who is the author of A Hero Dreams and the forthcoming Beyond the Threshold. Hello. Your book's coming out in 2020. Yes, so the follow-up to A Hero Dreams. Uh-huh. So A Hero Dreams, as I said before, is a story of a young boy who goes on a journey and beyond the threshold is what happens to this boy when he's able to find the courage to leave the past behind, to to move through his fear and go on to something else, something that's possible only because he's listening to his heart. So he crosses the threshold into this world of supernatural wonder, as Joseph Campbell would put it. And that's where he comes face to face um, with his demons and by by facing them head on he learns something greater and that whatever that greater is he brings back to his own time and his own place and shares it with the community and in that way he he shares the gift of peace and compassion and love with the people in his life and it starts to grow you won a few awards for this too, didn't you? Well, that well, yeah, A Hero Dreams won at least four, maybe five independent book awards. And if you go to my website, that's www.markristow.com, you'll see which awards I won. And for those independent authors out there who are interested in promoting their work, um, you can either contact me or you can reach out directly to these organizations that support independent books through the award process. 
Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And you've got a book that you're finishing up, don't you? Actually, yes. Um, There are five publishers reading my book right now. I'm very excited. It's called The Sweet Burden of Crossing. Um, And it is also about how a young person uh, grows up to work through her uh, racialized trauma through an interracial friendship. So keep your eyes open for Kate Toll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll also promote it on Facebook and and okay. on our next shows when it gets that final publisher who gets yeah. the, the lucky lucky publisher that gets your book. Well, um, and it also is about threshold. You know, it's about um, it's about life and death. It's about uh, levels of awareness. Um, and because it's an interracial friendship, it's also bringing in the themes of slavery and the crossing across the ocean. It's, it's, there's a lot of meaning in that word crossing. Wonderful. And speaking of crossing, we're going to cross over to Kushi. <laughs> Kushi's here today as a friend to Kate, but now a friend to all of us, reclaiming friendship with, with Kushi, uh, to share with us your thoughts on peace. Uh, the Dreamweavers are authors who talk about peace and who participate in peace programs and bring those peace programs to our, our listeners. But they also wanted you to be part of our discussion today because they are very much in admiration of your view of peace. I want to get back to some of the programs that are going to be offered at Twin Cities Nonviolent. But before I do, Kushi, I'd like to have you share – what you think grown-ups have forgotten? So most grown-ups, like not grown-ups that are like here in this room with me. That's but- okay. You can you can lump me in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So parents or guardians or anyone, any grown-up or adult, nowadays are way too serious. They forget to smile in the moment. They have to record every single moment like like people like teenagers they have to snapchat every single thing if they like break their toe they got to snapchat it they if they drinking if they're brushing their teeth they got to snapchat it so too much documentation and not enough living you can document it that's fine it's just that you got to make a moment of it like Right now, I'm talking in this radio show. I'm making a moment of it. It's not just like, well, okay, I need to be here. Okay, I need to be posturous. I need to do this. I need to just go with it and go with the flow, as my third grade teacher would say. So part of it is we're not going with the flow enough. A yes, little too rigid. Yeah, you guys are not you guys. But like <laughs> it's all right. Parents, not parents, grown-ups, any grown-up, it's just, it's just that they – forget to make friends like we kids do they just it's just like if like let's just have a scenario like person number one and person number two person number one is just on their phone like snapchatting or texting or whatever they're doing and person number two comes up to person number one and asks them where's the restroom and they're like yo can i have your phone number and then they have the phone number he goes to the restroom and where's the friendship where's the peace it's where's the kindness you have to Pull a conversation together so they know that they're interested. Kushia, what I hear you say, and you can tell me if this is right or not, but what I hear you say is that we're not in the moment enough to really have a connection with someone, that it sounds pretty superficial, that we're always busy, we're on our smartphones, and we're doing a lot of stuff, but we're not being who we are and enjoying the moment to connect with someone. Yeah, so like actually what we mean, Kate, we're talking about the other day was people nowadays, they're when they are friends with other groups, like I said, there's a popular group, nerdy group, natural group. And if a nerdy group wants to be in the popular group, they can't change themselves to be in the popular group. You have to be who you are. You can't change yourself to be with someone else. If they don't like you, well, then that's their problem. You can't fix it. And the nice thing is getting to like who you are and getting to kind of dig being a nerd (laughs) and that there's cool factor in every group that can be found and celebrated. And sometimes having that self-confidence and that enjoyment of who you are 
can make other groups find you attractive. So yeah. that I think making connections to lots of different groups without trying to change who you are. Yeah. But really just trying to connect and celebrating who you are yeah. can be part of creating peace. If you have four if you have glasses out there, just know if someone calls you four eyes, just tell them I'm better at reading that way. That right. Well, you know, <laughs> I I've had four eyes for a long time. And I embrace my four eyes. Yeah, hey, we're, all, we're all four eyes in this okay. room. Yeah, so four eyes on. someone called me four eyes before. They're like, hey, four eyes, you're such a nerd. And I said, well, I'm proud of it. That's why I'm better at reading than you. There you go. Well, you, we don't have to be a competition. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it is important to – Stand up for yourself. Yeah, to stand up for ourselves. For the, the programs coming up during the Twin Cities Nonviolent mo- Movement um, – these two weeks, these 10 days coming up. Kate, I'd love to have you share what are some highlights for us to consider that would be great to, to attend? Well, um, I, I want to point out that um, the National um, Fellowship of Reconciliation Executive Director, Reverend Dr. Emma Jordan-Simpson, will be at Hamlin. Um, she On what day is that? She's going to be there uh, Sunday, September 22nd at 2 p.m., uh, as part of the Truth and Reparation campaign. Um, we also have, um, coming out of bondage, uh, an organization that's bringing women out of sex trafficking is going to have a DJed celebration for its many supporters. Is this where and purses can be bought? This is where you can buy Michelle Obama purses, yes. <laughs> I have been given one of those purses, and I adore it. So, And I have I'm to put in one. a plug for my daughter who's coming from Boston. She's DJed in Boston and New York City, but this will be her Minneapolis DJing debut. There Frasier you go. Tool. There you go. So we also – I wanted to make sure that we mentioned Friday, September 20th, Friends with Guns. Yes. Um, we're so excited um, this year to – to have um, the play um, directed by Shaylee Coleman at the Off-Leash Art Box. And um, this is at the Uprising Theater Company. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's going to have us look at the gun issue and how we, how we compartmentalize our understanding of gun violence. And then Saturday, September 21st at 1030, coming to the table, racial healing. The Minnesota Peace Building Leadership Institute has been a real leader on um, trauma and strategies for trauma awareness and resilience. And they're taking the issue of racial healing head on. And so they'll be offering talking circles during our 10 days. And there was another one that we wanted to make sure that we brought up, and that's Thursday, September 26th, uh, signifying and testifying. Absolutely. This is the second year that the Black Master Storytelling Festival will be part of our 10 days for three days. There's actually a liar's contest, too, on the second day. But what I really love about the National Black Storytellers Festival is they bring in master storytellers from all over the country. And it's interactive. You can can expect to be pulled up on stage to (laughs) act out some story. Oh. Yeah. Now, there are events for kids, too. Absolutely. And I've been telling Kushi about the Festival of Giving that's going to be on Sunday, September 22nd. You want to talk about that just a little bit, Kushi? Yeah. So kids who are going to be at that giving festival, they're going to bring pillowcases from their own bed and they're going to decorate it and give them to people who don't have homes, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of many things. And then um, also there's going to be uh, um, one of our collaborators had a mural painted on her garage. And there's going to be a celebration called We're Making America Welcoming Again. (laughs) And it's going to be We Want to Be the Change We Want to See. And so um, we're going to have a walk through Uptown also to be welcoming to, to everyone. One of the things that we talked about early on was imagining peace. And when we imagine peace, it looks like something. So what I'd love to have from each of you is what does peace look like? Kushi mentioned that peace for her looked like cleaning up our environment. And smiling. Don't forget to smile, y'all. We'll we'll smile and we'll clean up environment, but we can smile every day. Oh, yeah. 
Smiling is yeah. a good thing. Smiling is part of peace. Smiling and, also makes your mouth feel good. And Kushi and I love puns. And so we were talking about peace as things that make you come alive and help you go the extra smile. Yep. Ah, very nice. Very nice. What, what does peace look like to you, Mark? Well, I'd like to draw back to the, the storytelling event that Kate was just sharing with us because to me uh, and also the idea of imagining peace, for me anyway, there's no more powerful way to inspire within us the idea of reaching out to others in peace than through storytelling. I think storytelling is really powerful because we all have a story to tell and then when we hear each other's stories, it draws us together and and I there's this there's this um, phrase or mantra that I always think of in terms of if we actually know each other's stories, if we see and listen to each other's stories, then then we can't do violence to each other because we're connected at a very deep primal level. Which is why I wrote so, a book. Which is why we yeah. I, I, to me, storytelling is really one of the best ways to connect. And in our next segment, we'll explore more about stories and peace and peace and stories and how storytelling celebrates and creates. We're excited for September 30th. Come and attend the first ever Undemo Day event, a celebration of big ideas hosted at the Palace Theater in St. Paul from 6 to 8 p.m. This unique event will feature six rising stars in our community as they share their journey of entrepreneurship. This event is brought to you by Lunar Startups and powered by Knight Foundation. Lunar Startups is helping women and people of color scale high-growth businesses by connecting founders to customers and capital. Learn more and register for this free event at LunarStartups.org. Victor's 1959 Cafe in South Minneapolis is a locally owned and operated restaurant offering traditional Cuban food. Open for breakfast and lunch daily with dinner Tuesday through Saturday. For night shift workers, Victor's even has both a morning and evening happy hour. And Victor's now accepts dinner reservations too. Stop in and try some delicious authentic Cuban cuisine like ropa vieja and seafood paella. Make your reservation and learn more at victors1959cafe.com. Victor's 1959 Cafe, revolutionary Cuban cooking. The Fall St. Paul Art Crawl, presented by the St. Paul Art Collective, will be running the weekend of October 11th, 12th, and 13th. This is a must-do experience that you will love. The St. Paul Art Crawl showcases the diversity of art that St. Paul has to offer. By nurturing a vibrant arts community, the Art Crawl inspires artistic growth and fosters a creative exchange of ideas. Throughout the weekend, you'll have the chance to explore fabulous art while touring through local artist studios, lofts, and galleries. Hosting over 350 artists, up for purchase will be paintings, photography, pottery, sculpture, fiber arts, and more. And when you buy local art, you're providing to artists so that they may continue to create the art we love. The Metro Transit is supporting the local art community with a free transit pass for Saturday and Sunday. Download your pass to ride buses and light rail for free during the art crawl. Be sure to get all the details at stpaulartcrawl.org. That's stpaulartcrawl.org. With all the convenient big box stores that sell appliances, why do so many Minnesotans choose Warner Stellion? Check online to learn that Warner Stellion is a Minnesota family-owned business for over 60 years. Warner Stellion sells more brands than anyone else, and our passionate specialists are committed to impressing you so much that you'll refer us to everyone you know. That's our mission here at Warner Stellion. Ask around, check us out online, and when it's your time to buy appliances, join over 300,000 Minnesota homeowners and choose the specialists, Warner Stellion. I'm Peter Rackliff from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue, Brunson's Pub. Experience history and passion through the delicious menu, reflecting the Eastside's diversity. The choices are limitless. Salads, sandwiches, burgers, and shareable plates. Visit Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM 950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. We're so glad you joined us today. This show today has been part of the Dreamweavers series, and I have my two Dreamweaver hosts. I have Kate Toll, who is a writer and a community weaver. I have Mark Ristow, who is the author of A Hero's Dream and the forthcoming Beyond the Threshold. Welcome. Glad Thank you're you. here. We're glad. glad to be here. Yes, we are. And you've brought a guest today, Kushi. 
Hello, everybody. Yes, Kushi is 10-year-old, fifth-grade student at Eden Lake Elementary. She is kind. She likes to tell stories. And she's been telling us what it means to be a friend, what it means to be part of, to be from southern India. Mm-hmm. She loves books and crafting. Her favorite colors are purple and orange. She attends spiritual education at Satya Sai International Organization every Sunday in St. Paul. She's an active member of Science of Spirituality. And she is most influenced by human values of truth, peace, love, right conduct, nonviolence. And she attends piano and karate classes. Hiya. <laughs> and most of all, she's a really good friend. Thank you, Kate. You have a quote that you gave to Kate, and it's, when you love what you have, tell me the rest of that quote. So I actually saw another quote. It was something about war, but I turned it into my own version, which is, when you love what you have, you have everything you need. The only thing people want nowadays is iPod, iPad, I touch. It's just all eyes. It's all about I and not about us. Yeah, wow. it's it's not it's the it's not I, it's us. I I did not do this radio show myself. It's us, not I. And that's, well, and you talked about needs and needs are so important. We so often don't talk about what we feel and what we need. Yeah, sometimes people think People mix wants with needs. That's the thing. You don't need a cell phone. You don't need an iPad. You don't need an iTouch. You just want them. And I think we all need peace. If we if we soon don't get peace in our lives, I think some of this could be a disaster. <laughs> and there's been disasters around our country with violence. Yep. I heard actually last year it was almost going to be World War Three. Thank goodness it did not happen. Yeah. We need to figure out how to be with each other. And I think yeah. friendship and as you have um, recommended, smiling more. Yes. And being in the moment helps us. Start yes. to understand what it means to be connected and what it means to have peace. It's like a magnet. Peace and friendship. So peace is the refrigerator, which is big, and, <laughs> and everyone can put stuff in it. Like everyone from, like, let's say the refrigerator is really huge, and everyone in the world can put one thing in the refrigerator. And there's little teeny tiny magnets, which is all of us, all the people in the world. And we have to attract peace. We can't. Get away from it. And I have one more suggestion to that metaphor, that when we're a magnet, maybe we can put a sign up on that refrigerator that says, like, go for peace. Yes, you go for it, peace. <laughs> Kate, yeah. you've got a, a session coming up, and I also want to remind our audience for those uh, – and for those who are just joining us – that we're also talking about the Twin Cities Nonviolent uh, Group and t- the second annual 10 Days Free from Violence. And there's a particular program that helps us learn how to talk about the language around peace and the language um, of sharing who we are. And I'd love to have you promote that. Great. Um, I do want to promote all the activities. So go to our website at www.twincitiesnonviolent.org and you can see many events that help us promote peace. Um, But one that we were talking about is led by Pam Winthrop Lauer and she's a practitioner of nonviolent communication. And she's going to have a workshop at the Benedictine Center of St. Paul's Monastery on Anger, Fear, and Judgment to Compassion and Connection, a full-day workshop in nonviolent communication. I've taken her workshops. They're really excellent. And one of the games that we played um, is empathy poker. And it's really teaching us. It's, yeah. I'd like to know what the chips are. Yeah, exactly. Um, What's at stake? Exactly. And it's, it's, it's certainly not having a chip on your shoulder. Oh, there we go. Um, Let it go. But, but I'll tell you um, – you know, it's it's interesting because we all think we know our feelings and our needs, but when you sit and really think about what um, all the different feelings there are and all the different needs that we have for connection, for contribution, um, for um, just to be – for belonging, 
um, we're not really that familiar with our needs. And so we can tend to override our feelings and that's really dangerous. That's when we suppress them. And we we and then that trauma or those needs can can pool in our body, and we don't even know they're there. We just we just stuff it all in. And if I may yeah. say so, I think it's that's especially true of men in this culture that we are expected and we expect of ourselves to be strong. And so when we have a feeling that's unpleasant, rather than express it or share it with a friend, we suppress it. And eventually, whatever pain we suppress, it's going to come out, and it's going to come out usually sideways in a way that's not very pleasant. Angry. A lot of anger. So I think workshops like this are essential so that we can learn to share what we're feeling with others in a safe environment with people who are listening and supportive of what we have to say. Something that you had said earlier, Kate, that really struck me is the difference between being and doing. And, uh, And our society is so wrapped up in doing, it allows us not to have to think about how we feel when we're busy and when we're doing and when we're on our iPhone and our iPad. That's you know all of the doingness. But when we let go of that doingness and allow ourselves that mindful moment, that reflection, that sense of being, that's when I think big powerful things can happen. Absolutely because really the most important things in life happen in the slow um, and and Kushi was just telling us to go with the flow, and I'm a sloth lover, so I say go with the slow. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, good, and good. and and I love the way that she brought us right into the moment and said, mm-hmm. "Look, you know, we're 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 living the dream right here, right 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 here, this moment." You know, people think. Sometimes they're not grateful for the moment. They think, "Ah, eh, what is this? I want to be like Camila Cabello instead." That's not the thing. You should enjoy what you have, like the quote I said in the other segment. Like, you should be grateful for what you have, because you might you might lose everything later if you're not grateful, and you just have to like, like I don't know how to explain it. Well, we only have a few more seconds, so let me do my best to summarize what I think you're saying. Yeah. Is if we take the moment to be grateful. Not only are we creating a better place inside our heart, but we're opening our heart to others to connect with us. Yep, like a bridge. Like dynasty. a bridge. Dynasty. There we go. And also realizing that everything we've ever dreamed of and wanted, it's, it's not necessarily in the future. It's right here in the now. And in the now is where we can connect with each other. And, and I think that's what your show is about. And I know that's what the Dreamweavers are all about. <laughs> Amen. So thank you, Lori Beth. Thank you. Us. Thank you. Lori. And thank you all for being part of now and being connected with us and taking this moment to just be with each other and appreciate. And I appreciate all of you. And thank you for being part of Connections. Be calm and gleam on. Yes. <laughs>